welcome to the Survivor Fantasy Football Podcast. As always, I am Riley, joined by my co-host, Steven. And we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. I'm going to pass it off to Steve to set the stage for this week because we have a lot to discuss. Oh, this will be a this will probably be a long and fun pod. Uh, we had our first ever full on straight up voting round of the Survivor Fantasy Football League. No wheel spins, no real lowest scoring matter. It just came down to your social game and came down to a vote. And it was a lot of drama, a lot of craziness. Um, the setup was basically the person with the highest score was immune. And that was John T., Judd Sargent's team. He was straight up immune. He couldn't be voted out. And the team with the lowest score, which happened to be Tim J's team, Stephen Fishback, automatically started the vote with one vote. And then we went into it on Tuesday, lots of strategy sessions, and then an hour period for people to play their idols. And we had the vote. And we're actually going to kick it to past Steve, who already read the votes, already announced it live on Instagram. But just to repeat and kind of set the scene for how it played out and what happened. Well, before I announce the votes, I'm going to give an opportunity out there uh, for anyone who had an idol to play it. Um, and that'll be myself. I'm going to have to play my idol because Liam's a piece of shit. Again, I'll say it. Liam sucks. Liam is just a disgrace to this league and Liam is a pain in my ass. I was working all night and just getting reports. God damn you. You suck. Um, so I'm playing my idol. Any vote cast for myself, the commissioner will not count. Um, other than that, we'll go ahead and read the votes. Read the votes. I'm now live. Um, this will be also recorded for the hoop, uh, the fantasy football podcast as well. The first vote, Steve, does not count. Second vote, Steve, does not count. Third vote, Steve, does not count. Fourth vote, Steve, does not count. Fifth vote, Steve, does not count. Sixth vote, Steve does not count. Seventh vote, Tim J. Eighth vote, Colby. Ninth vote, Colby. Tenth vote, and the person going home, Colby. Didn't have to be this way. It should have been Liam. I'm sorry it was you, but that'll do it. Colby has been eliminated, and you can turn it off. Fuck you, Liam. I didn't think Tony Vlachos could have done that. Sniff out a blindside, play an idol, all while statting a volleyball game. Low blow coming after a guy who's working, Liam. Low blow. All right. Thank you, past Steve. Um, and now we'll just move it on to talking to our guest. Mr. Colby, my brother. So, Colby, how are you doing? How are you I feeling? I was traumatic having to listen to past Steve. <laughs> yeah, listening to past Steve. And now we got present Steve, and we're going to have future Steve on in this podcast as well, which is even crazy. Oh, right. yeah. And, and it, it's an angry current Steve, that's for sure. He's not happy. Oh, you're <laughs> angry. How dare you? <laughs> listen, Colby, we, we both can be angry just because one of us is still in the game and one isn't. It doesn't mean I'm happy with how things played out. Nothing went the way I wanted. I mean, that is that is fair. No, it's definitely. Um, I I want to say that the yesterday afternoon was just too chaotic, <laughs> and probably like the fact that this is done on like a Tuesday, like 
should just be flagged for all like people who are working like you may have to take a day off like calling <laughs> sick to your job you're telling me like, you're telling john j volleyball the, yeah, the john j- who won that game by the way i don't even remember <laughs> I, I could i did the stats all wrong i had to spend an extra half hour uh, after work to like clean up the mess i made during the game because i got so many things wrong it was a disaster man that really is tough um all right colby let's let's talk about um your exit from the game i know it was definitely different from any other time anyone else has left this game oh yeah let's Um, yeah uh so what could you have done differently to not put yourself in this situation see apparently apparently i don't know last (laughs) last season i actually like on one of the wheel spins i actually tried reaching out to people and like at just asking them where their heads were at and like what they were thinking and just trying to have light discussion and it apparently no i i can't have light discussion everybody just thinks it's immediately very targeted and all of a sudden i'm unanimously voted for for that wheel spin i i think i survive it but i i i leave next week to, because like i can't get anything done it, it was immediately like crippling and then this week I try like, okay, maybe I'll try the opposite thing and try using the only person who I can actually do have a relationship with my brother <laughs> to like be my alliance and him do the social game. That didn't work either. Evidently. <laughs> All right. Okay. You know, it, it, to... did. it did kind of work. Yeah. It, it no, work. no, it didn't. I mean, it also, you I had did... the most votes. You like, you... I, I, I was, I didn't remember until after I cast my vote, like a- half an hour after I was like, oh yeah, there, why would anyone want to vote for Steve? I was trying to put two and two together. Then I remembered he had an idol. And that, he also was... has the, besides you, he had the two best quarterbacks as well. He has Herbert and Lamar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but no one else on his team is worth a damn. My so. team stinks. I could not fathom why he I has an idol though. And so once the moment I, when, when I remembered that I knew, I knew I was dead. I just, I was like, shoot, because I was not informed of any type of backup plan. I should have typed for, I should have done Tim. If anybody, if there are any stray votes, they're going to be for me because I already thought I was, I was going to be a target, but I was told, no, I was very safe. All right. In my defense, you understand how hard it is to play the game of Survivor for one person. The fact that I had to play it for two people is just an unfair thing to put on my part. Plus, I have like regular stuff in my life I have to deal with. Like, I I, I just can't be just constantly on the phone with people all day. Like, it, it, you know, it's I, I feel what you're saying. So, but... Okay. Bigger, bigger question. Who it's also seemed to be the worst kept secret of all time. Who let the cat out of the... Who told Steve that he was going home? Well, that... I mean, that I don't that, know. And that I, falls back on Mr. Liam Walker, who orchestrated this whole thing, telling everyone in the damn league, telling my roommate, telling everybody, acting like I wouldn't find out. Crazy. He's an idiot. Idiot! It just... I Like, the, the moment I remembered he had an idol, I was just... I knew I was so dead. And I was just hoping that maybe... Maybe maybe people are, just, people are voting for Tim. Maybe they didn't tell enough people... Maybe everyone left feeling with. And also, wait, was that vote for Tim? Was that the the pre-assigned vote, or was that yeah, your vote? That was the only. That was the pre-assigned vote. So you voted for me too. Well, so this is where things. Wait, hang on. I thought you were the one person who did it. No, so no. This is where things get crazy because 
and this is where the rules have to change. Wait, you acted all. Oh, I was hoping people wouldn't target you because you're a two quarterback. You asshole, bro. No, you no, no, no. This is where this is where I need to jump in and explain because the rule change I need to implement in this league going forward next year is your vote like can't be locked once you send it in or something because. Listen, I just did what everyone else told me to do. I was following your lead in a sense that everybody told me they were voting Colby, and I was like, I have no choice. I was talking with Riley. I was like, I might just throw a vote on Tim for fun just because, I don't know. But everyone was still voting Colby, so I just texted my vote. I was like, Colby, I'm going to work. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this later. I'm getting my vote in now. (laughs) I I think I voted at, like, 5 p.m., and then – it was like 7.30, and then I'm getting all this chaos, and I'm like, I already voted. I don't know what's going on. I can't change my vote. I'm statting this game. This is madness. I'm just playing my idol, and I'm whatever happens, happens. That's where I. That's what happened to me. Yeah, no, Colby, he, he definitely was. He was basically the whole way was that, like, we were trying to get to vote out Tim, and then, like, we're just like, I just don't know if his votes are going to happen. Like, just, just literally Steve do whatever you wanted to. <laughs> And then I, I should have just voted out Tim. I should you know, if I just oh my god. Well, see that's that's where it is too. It's like once I caught wind, I wanted to get Liam. I was like, I texted Riley. I was like, did you guys vote yet? Vote Liam. And he was like, well, that was already the plan was already uh, on me. And I was like, but I'm playing my idol, so your votes for me are wasted. Put them on Liam. But everyone already locked in votes, so it's I think that has to change because if there's gonna be that much chaotic. It's too much of an advantage for the people who just didn't vote yet. Like it's kind of yeah, dumb. definitely, and also the fact that I and like I definitely get like trying to be flexible with everyone's like time, but I feel like having an hour to like consider <laughs> and listen and playing the idol is definitely a thing that that is um, absolutely slowing the pace because like because again like if you had if you had heard at like eight oh seven and you had to have it in by like eight ten that's a that's a crazy scare with the fact that like you had till nine o'clock to like get any feedback in before your idol and granted you found out earlier anyway yeah it was just uh yeah i definitely see what you mean originally i never i never even pictured it could have ever been this chaotic i was like yeah like just in case you can't check in like you have this period to play the idol i didn't think it'd matter and then but i mean it's just so but who who's original idea was it to put a unanimous vote on a person with an idol liam liam came up with this master plan and it was crazy and he was an ally so he was weakening an ally i was like we made that brian robinson trade earlier in the year and i was like liam you're helping me out here i owe you one and he just went back on that completely we were working together pretty closely and he's like i just he, you know what his excuse was? He says Steve is the commissioner. He knows the rules. It's too much power. And, like, he's not wrong. It's it's a it's a valid reasoning. But, like... like that's why I had inherent bias. It's fair. Him. And that's fair. I went into this... the uh, Into the game this year. I was like, I'm not going to share the rules with anybody. Like, he I, already knows what the challenges are. Right. Going and that's... In. I don't... I don't th- that's very valid. That's a very valid reason to come after somebody. But for you, it makes more sense. For somebody who's working with you... <laughs> Maybe I could have slipped in the rules. Who knows? Like I'm your ally. Why are you attacking me? Yeah, and honestly, I think the the biggest advantage that you have that never gets brought up enough, no matter how many times I try to highlight it, is the fact that you're the one who's up until three in the morning every day. So after the waivers clear, you always end up finding like some good player that just like is managed to be there that no one else knew about. Oh yeah, 
that's that's the that's my advantage in every fantasy league. That's that's a significant advantage, but again, like no one's gonna do unless you are seriously considering changing your lifestyle. No one's gonna do anything and about not, this. It's serious considering seriously considering changing your lifestyle to maybe get somebody too. Yeah. <laughs> you have well, to it's a race. Well, that's where it came into just crazy talk too, because. Again, we I don't know if we talked about it on this pod or right before. My team sucks. Like my team is not good. I'm not in a great spot fab wise. Like it just didn't make much sense in a way. Like I don't, I just didn't get I it. mean, I th- I think it was the idol, but maybe maybe it's not. I do think I forgot you had one. And and so we were talking potential rule changes. I think maybe the person with an idol, they should be forced to put like Eli Manning on their bench. And like that's the idol. <laughs> oh, that I don't. I don't. I actually kind of like that. Like sitting with their roster. Oh, it's like, like, a, it's a, like it takes up a bench spot. Yeah. And so it's a little bit of a in, in, in yeah. Like... Well, to be fair too, in the this was the only time in like the history of the league where like the idols had like a lot of power because realistically, in every other week, like the idol doesn't really do much. Because... No, yeah, it's just like everything else you can see about something that somebody is in the app. You can see all their past exactly. transactions, you can see how much fad they have, you can see everything. It'd be nice, to, I just think it'd kind of to know if they were or not they have an idol too. No, I agree with you, but I'm just saying, the point I'm making is like, I don't know why, like obviously in Real Survivor, an idol is like a huge target, but in this game, it's is it really that much of an advantage? I, I never really thought so, but people wanted to vote people for reasons and other wheels um, well uh, i'll tell you this it definitely was because uh i was talking with somebody who i will not uh name but um we were both like why are we not why is not everybody just voting out pal because not only does he have an idol but he also has like a ton of like five dollars to that's use. what i said when you called me yeah and and then someone and then the person pointed out well he does have an idol and he's probably gonna play it today for that exact reason it's like oh okay and then he just didn't but so we're like who said that <laughs> but well, not not, say. Another, isn't that ironic another reason a target was put on me was because the same bro- point was brought up to me and my point against voting pal was pal doesn't pay attention pal doesn't really even play and i don't think pal even knew what the hell was going on in the boat like pal <laughs> is the least bit threatening and I was apparently like colluding with him. Liam thought I was like using his fab, and I was like, "Dude, I don't know what you're talking about." He was it, like, "Yeah, he was like colluding with the fab of Pal." And I'm like, "Dude, I don't, I haven't even like spoken to Pal." You know, you know what this is? This is a real Survivor deep cut right now. <laughs> this is like, um, remember in Survivor Edge of Extinction when like they all merged, and there was that tribe of like. Kelly Wentworth and uh, like Lauren and War Dog, and they were like <laughs> supposed to be like the the actual crew to take to the end. And then War Dog just wanted like a move for his resume, so he just blindsided Kelly Wentworth yeah. and voted out his own alliance mate, and then just got himself voted out in the next tribe. He didn't have any numbers. And I really, really hope that happens to Liam because he this is <laughs> nonsense. If only there was some way that could work. Um. I, I wanted to get back, Colby, actually discuss like a little bit about your time in the game. Oh, yeah. Because um, you may have been, if we're coming back with Survivor Fantasy Football Game Changers, you may have really changed the game, but with your first move of drafting Josh Allen over Jonathan Taylor, which now a couple of weeks in is actually laughable to like think that that is even a consideration given yeah, what we that, know about Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yeah, but it's so what was your mindset going in and, and set the stage there? I mean, I knew no matter what I wanted to draft two quarterbacks. It was a little I got a little nervous when I got the first pick. I got a little hesitant, but I knew I should stick with the game plan just simply because 
I wanted to keep my floor for my team high. And I wanted to make sure that on any players I add with my fab, that they're all just going to be players that are going to be in one of the two teams that are in the championship. Like I only want to add players who are going to be good. I don't want to waste my money on anybody who's only going to be here for three weeks. And so I wanted to make sure any players I draft, like my quarterbacks, they're going to be players who are going to be on championship teams or as good as possible. So I wanted Josh Allen easy. I'm like, no matter what, someone's going to be starting Josh Allen. And then my other one, I don't know if he was just the one who fell to me. If I reached to him, I, I ended up drafting him in every league. Jalen hurts. Like Jalen hurts. My, my golden child. I called him and I'm so happy about him. And yeah, he was absolutely a key foundational piece of my offense. You combine that with, I stacked my next pick, which was AJ Brown and the stack of them makes them him, him, AJ Brown up since he was a borderline wide receiver one, it makes him definitely wide receiver one. Yeah, no, I mean, again, it, we, I really think this league is in a lot of trouble next year because, like, it's literally going to be like Daniel Jones is going to be like a second round pick, and like this is what we've, this is what you've developed now by letting the cat out of the bag of how valuable quarterbacks are, well, and it really it put like the target on you. I, I mean, yeah, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to spend money on it, two of them, but I guess yeah, it, it, it did end up shooting me. That's why I'm not too mad at the people who did want to vote for me because I was in the best spot. <laughs> I had these amazing quarterbacks. I had running backs who, if they aren't going to start from rest of the season can start at least another until week double digits. And I have, uh, and I've the most fab besides uh, pal. So, yeah, but, yeah. I think too, it was just the, the perfect timing too, based on the week you just had where your best players were on by. And that I, was, I, I mean, I was originally excited when it was a voting week because yeah. I'm like, oh, sweet. So I could dog it. And like, that's not going to be the reason I go home necessarily. Exactly. I'm like that from the pitches I heard. And what, and I was like, you know what? You guys got a point. Like, this makes sense. I'm not going to push too hard to go against him. I mean, like, he's got the quarterbacks and now it's going to set an emotion. Like, it's going to be crazy to see what these guys go for in the fab bidding. And my, me, myself personally, I don't have to touch him. Like, I don't have to worry about it. So people are going to be draining, draining fab on your two quarterbacks when I get to sit back and watch. That's one thing for me. I was like, you know what? I want to just protect them. But if he's home, he's home. Like, I mean, wait, hang on. Hang on. Let me open Let me open the app. How much fab does everyone have left? Uh, I mean, yeah, Pal has a ton. Pal has he a has 334. Ton. Okay, so Josh Allen will be going for $158. No, but I doubt Pal is even going to – like, if I had to predict, he probably won't even do it. Like, that's my guess. I could be wrong, but – I don't even think he's going to be involved. I think Tim J is going to be jumping down. Tim J, I think, has the second most. And I, I told Riley this. He had the most reason to vote you out because he had a ton of fab and no quarterbacks. So who benefits the most from Colby leaving? Tim J. Oh, no. Who benefits the most from me leaving? Uh, who Whose team is it? Uh... Wait, no, maybe. It... Fishback. Is it to... No, John T, dude. This team is ridiculous. I don't know how no one – with this never came up. It was the first name I brought out when we're talking about people to vote out. Yeah, this he, man he, is starting Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, George Kill, Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins. Are you kidding me? Well, he got him. He was immune. But, again, I'm I, 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 I know. He was immune. But, I mean, like, I feel like even when I was bringing him up before, everyone was like, oh, no, he's got no money, though. Yeah, so I, I'll jump in there. It's like I agree with you. By far the best team 
clearly the biggest threat in the game. But from myself, my perspective, I feel like he was in the spot I was in last year. And uh, the only difference was I still had Fab and the best team, whereas he, he – those are his guys now. He's stuck with them. And, like, right now his team is obviously stacked. But, like, three, four weeks from now, he's not going to be able to add to it. So it's going to balance out by that point, I think, is where he wasn't the most threatening to me personally. But obviously – I think that he still needs a core – that's why – oh, my, this is an insider scoop. This never went anywhere. I offered him $100 for Debo Samuel. This is before this CMC trade came out. This is like a, like a, week, a week ago. And, and he said I'd ponder it and then never got back to me. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, um, I thought, I, I, thought it, I would have given me a wide receiver one. And he can't possibly start Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams, and DeAndre Hopkins, and another quarterback. That's just you can't do. You literally can't. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't do that. Yeah. I, I know. I know. <laughs> no yeah. one ever accepts my trades, ever. And they're good. I don't know if and no one ever does. Besides John. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different topic. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you were to about that, too, but we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you want to set the stage on that one? What, what was your approach there? And how, <laughs> I, how did you pull that one off? I'm surprised people were so- – I almost went in at $3. Those price, those price people were so absurd. Why do people you, want... You almost got it for $3? Why do people want Kareem Hunt so bad? At well, because time, he's better than... He was a he's better than a $3 player. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, because in... Where Fab is, it's all about... I don't know why people forgot from last season. If you have one more dollar than somebody at the end of the season, you might as well have infinity more dollars than them if it's like, a, if it's like Josh Allen falls on waivers and you have $200, and they have uh, $50, you get Josh Allen for $51. Yeah. And so you're in automatically in that prime position. You want to have even just one more dollar than Fab than somebody at the end of the game. Right, so, so a big difference. giving up 10 or giving up five for Kareem Hunt, like, I don't know, just crazy that he was that cheap. I know. that's I, 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 I almost thought it was too much. <laughs> Well, I, if then are you there is no way in if Cremont's on waivers i don't spend five dollars on him there's no way back at and, that I, point, and, though, and i say anybody who does is ridiculous I mean, fair, what, at, what that point, at that point was when like jd mckissick was like a valuable running back though yeah but st- i i don't what's the point in buying spending money on these horrible no, players you, you have a good approach and that was honestly another thing that i wanted to bring up it's like it's crazy we say the shift that colby made and the drafting of quarterbacks and how valuable the quarterbacks this year too. I think when it comes to like all the voting rounds, you see the fab coming into play. It's like the fab is almost the biggest target. Whoever has the most fab, that person's the biggest danger. Yes. Again, but I, I would like to point out that I think his base advantage is the fact that he's still in college. So he doesn't actually have to do anything all day <laughs> and he can just spend his time reading different fantasy analysis things and trying to figure out what the best value is for players. I just, I'm just, I'm nasty. I'm nasty at fantasy um, on all days except for Sunday. I, 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 it was funny. I, in one of my leagues where I, I'm in two other leagues besides this. It's one I'm in, it's one I'm still undefeated and one where I've only won one game. So I'm, I'm vast ends of the spectrum. And this other one, I benched ETN and Raheem Mostert for Jamal Williams and Nashi Harris because DeAndre Swift got rolled out. And I was like, and I was like, oh, so he's going to be better than ETN. And I thought Najee was going to be better. Because I was like, oh, the Dolphins always give up touchdowns. I'm just – I always ha- call these things and then blow it. 
Um, all right. What are you trying to take into next season that you can learn from? I know you got, you got voted out in a very unconventional way, but uh, what are you hoping to take from your losing on the wheel spin last time and now getting an actual vote out? So not actually losing at any time by like an actual scoring mistake. What are you actually trying to learn from at this point? Um, I guess I got to make more alliances and talk to them. I don't know. I guess because that's what killed me the first time. I'll be a... I'll just say hi to everybody. <laughs> hopefully make friends. I won't say any strategy. I'll just ask how everyone's day is going. And hopefully no one votes me out. Well, listen, Colby, big threats stick together and I never hear from you. I'm always, I'm always have uh, my ears open. Because I'm still, you, you, you had everyone against me last season. Literally everyone at the turn of a hat. I was like, hey. oh, maybe we should vote out Steve because he has the best team the most money, and he knows what the challenge is going to be in advance. And ev- and then all of a sudden you're like, kill this man! I want ev- I want every gun we have to fire on that hey, New season who dis? As Michelle Gerald yeah. once said. New season who dis? Oh my god. I just, I, I, it hurts being too smart sometimes, I guess is my <laughs> biggest takeaway. Oh my god. We put that on a t-shirt. Um... <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining. I I know. I hope this was cathartic for you. I I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. If I never make it on the pod again, I will just say if I don't get make it back in, I hope John Oz does. <laughs> oh, will, okay. Either one of you will bring an element of danger to the league. That's for sure. <laughs> Maybe there should be a, a pod of just the two of you talking, <laughs> just back and forth, and we'll we'll just be like no topics just go just have yeah. a, just talk <laughs> we'll shoot ahead of joe rogan two weeks yeah Probably exactly 100 percent. um all right well thanks for joining and yeah, uh, oh, get out of your hair late analyze yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. See, maybe we'll see you next week and uh Hopefully. dive into that uh extinction challenge we're about to break that down so make sure you're ready to go you got it all right um well, that was Colby. He's, that was it. <laughs> Element um, of danger was brought to this episode. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this was a very dangerous episode. That was by far the longest interview I think we've ever done. It and it was like worth it. Just... There was a lot to actually break down and talk about for the first time. Normally, it's just like speak, but this one was real. We had to talk. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> um, all right. Why don't we – What should we? let's pass it to future Steve now, I guess. We'll do past, present, and future – and um, we'll get him to break down the crazy waiver wire of all of Colby's players right now. Yeah. What are those quarterbacks going to go for? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Oh, man. Future Steve here. And, boy, do the storylines keep continuing in this league. This is this is just crazy. The slander this man has received throughout the year, throughout this podcast even, before this segment and after this segment, Team Pal was just laughed at, slandered. This guy's not paying attention. There's no way this guy's going to be using his fab. Boy, <laughs> boy, were we wrong. Out of nowhere, Team Pal has stormed the waiver wire and threw a wrench into this whole entire league. Team Pal is back as Colby predicted $158 for Josh Allen to team pal guaranteed himself Josh Allen bid more fab dollars than anybody else had and not only that he goes ahead and adds AJ Brown for 61 
And along with that, Alvin Kamara for 61. Crazy. Team Pal just went from the single worst team in the league no one thought was a threat. I specifically didn't think he was even checking half the time. And boy, was I wrong. Boy, <laughs> Team Pal is a problem now. That's crazy. Um, the other big move was Judd Sargent. John T just keeps adding to his wagon of a team. He adds Jalen Hurts for $56. Um, not sure. I don't know. His team was already good enough. I don't know. What I just... Whatever. I don't have a comment on this. Like, his team was just so good. <laughs> better than mine ever was last year. Half of his team is projected to score. He's projected to score 160 points this week. That's just crazy. Um, I don't know. No comment. Just just crazy. Uh, any other moves? I think that was pretty much it. Oh, Fishback uh, snagged Damian Pierce for $46. Uh, he had a ton of fab and only ended up with him. Um, it'll be interesting now to see kind of how his team progresses throughout the next week or two because we'll highlight later on there's some issues with the Fishback squad. So to have a ton of fab and to really only come away with Pierce there, not a great look for fish back but we'll see we'll see you there uh that's pretty much it nothing really too much to report uh so we'll send it back to the guys <laughs> it's funny because i mean i think literally in like 20 minutes we'll be like yeah pal no chance he didn't do anything it's fine don't worry about pal crazy all right all right. That was definitely crazy. I couldn't even hear it, but I'm already shocked by all those crazy moves that that broke down in front of us. Um, so we broke down the waiver wire already. Let's jump into trade. So there were two trades that happened. Let's talk about this first one first. So Steve, this actually took bet- uh, place between you and JP. You traded JP, Devin Singletary, and Brian Robinson in return for DK Metcalf. And there was a f- bunch of five that was traded too. Yeah, I also threw in $25 of that. Okay. Um. So break that one down for us and how you feeling. Yeah, I mean, feeling now not good. Um, I've had some really, really bad trades in this league so far. Uh, I traded for Waller. He hasn't played a game for me yet. I traded for the, the San Francisco running backs from you. They're now useless. <laughs> and I traded for DK Metcalf, and he blew out his knee. And I just I, – I can't win in this league. I'm the biggest target, though, for some reason. But, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, the thought process going in was just that I had a bunch of, like, decent running backs on the bench and some that, like, I was never going to use at that point. And JP had, like, no running backs. So I was like, hey, like take two of these guys. You have an abundance of wide receivers. He was on record saying when he – there was back in a week when he got Amari Cooper and DK Metcalf off the wire. I don't know if you remember that specifically. Um, I don't remember it. He he bid $60 on each and, like, thought he'd get one but ended up getting both. He just ended up with both. I think <laughs> yeah. that he had no money. And he didn't want both or and wanted more money, so I just kind of capitalized on that. But, again, it was just – I mean, now it's – I don't know if it was a good trade because it was useless because if DK doesn't play, what am I doing? Yeah, no, that that sucks. I that's funny though, because yeah, I definitely did this, something similar last week. Um, where I think I had like twelve dollars in fab left, and I was like, it, I needed a tight end, and there was Kyle Pitts and Hunter Henry. So I bid ten dollars on Kyle Pitts, and I just put the two on Hunter Henry, and I got both, so that I had zero dollars, and I was just like, 
I don't know. I guess I'm just dropping Hunter Henry. I just picked up somebody else, and I'm like, I'm just going to pretend that I put used two dollars on this person. Yeah, pretend I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, so I think that was an interesting trade. I mean, Metcalf's been on fire this year, so I mean, you just got some bad luck. Yeah. That's um, what you do type of thing. Yeah, and then another one late breaking that literally just happened right as we were recording was uh, between John T and Eric. John T traded Pat Firemuth and Matthew Stafford to Eric for Leonard Fournette. Let's let's discuss this one. How do you feel? This is crazy, dude. This is what what are we doing, guys? Like John T has the single best team in the league. What does he what does he not have? Decent running backs. What does he have now? A top five running back in fantasy. What did he give up? Literally nothing. Literally garbage. What are Literally we two bad players. I don't get it. And Eric, I mean, big blow for Eric because I think there was a solid chance before John T really came on the scene after stealing Derrick Henry from me that Eric had the best team overall. And um, I don't really know what's happening with that now. No, I mean, this is crazy. John T's team is so good now that he doesn't even need to play a second quarterback. Like, that's what it's at. Like, that should never be a thing. It should not be a thing at all. Projected 150 um, without even a second quarter. Having a quarterback, it, it's screwed up, man. Someone's got to do something about this. Um, but, yeah, man, good stuff. Uh, why don't we move forward and talk about uh, the challenges uh, that we got going on for this week? Yeah, so um, first off, to kind of, like, uh, rehash what happened last week, um, we had a challenge where the top five teams uh, – all won $25 in fab. Uh, th- those were, of course, John T, Eric's team as well. And then it was JP, AO Wu's team, along with Team Wiener. And it was Hunter. It was uh, the Speedling Speculars also um, won $25 in fab. And not only that, heading into this week now, they will be forming a temporary tribe of five uh, to be opposed by the, t- the five teams with the lowest scores, which was myself and you, uh, yet again. Yep, <laughs> as always. <laughs> uh, along with uh, Stephen Fishback, who had a bad week. Um, and who else was there? Uh, team Pal will be down there with us. And it will be the Idol Finders, my nemesis Liam, uh, will also be joining us. Um, so those... <laughs> <laughs> if, if this was a real survivor island i would actually love to see like you me liam pal and tim on the I'll, same island right now yeah i might just change the rules to make this a vote because i want to i want to i want to know what would happen because it would be awesome uh but yeah so heading into this week now um we're actually going to be heading into another double elimination week um it's just very simple the lowest scorer on each tribe is just going to be see ya uh, no voting, no nothing, no craziness. Uh, just a double elim because the person from Extinction will be coming back this week. Uh, we had a mass casualty uh, last Monday night. Uh, three of our Extinction members bet their lives the last week of the competition that Bill Belichick and the Patriots would beat the Chicago Bears, and they did not. They did fortunately, not. Fortunately not. And we lost Shane. We lost Corey. And we lost Mark. Three very valued members of the Extinction Island team will no longer have an opportunity to enter the game. Dan Math was talking about it. He's like, I want to pick the Pats, but I'm going down with my Dallas Cowboys. And they came through for him. So Team Math will be back having a chance to vie and get into this game, along with, as Colby brought up, 
Johnny Oz, who bet his life on the Chiefs. It was a pick'em game. I'm surprised uh, he went with them, but they came out on top over the 49ers. And Colby, just voted out, will have an immediate opportunity to try and get back into this game. What the challenge is going to be, it's going to be hard to explain it over the pod, so I'm not going to do a very good job. Uh, but we are going to post it on our Instagram. It's like one of those like ESPN challenges. You have $15. Build your best lineup type of thing uh, with like a $5, $4, $3, $2, $1 category. You got to build a lineup. All three of them are going to be putting together their best competitive lineup. Whoever scores the most fantasy points this week will reenter the game uh, in one of those spots for the two people eliminated. So a busy week, but nothing too, too crazy altogether. All Nice. No, I mean, I'm definitely excited. I, I definitely think the uh, the um, double LM is going to be interesting, especially because like our tribe's team, I, actually every team on our tribe kind of stinks. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely don't know. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go home. Like it's I, probably going to happen. I, I, I'll trade you like half my bench if it helps Liam go home. I'll do anything. So if I can help you in any way, uh, let me know. But um, also I forgot to mention, um, there's an advantage, a secret advantage this time. I spoiled it last time by accident. I will not be doing that this time. There's a secret advantage to whoever overall scores the most points this week as well. Great, great, nice. It, I mean, it, we know, like, I, I'm just going to say it now. Again, I, at, at the time of this recording, I don't know which of Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen Tim ended up getting. <laughs> I know at least he got one of them. Um, and that paired with now Christian McCaffrey in San Francisco, who already looks like he's just going to like run away with this stuff. Uh, and against Mark Andrews, who I think is due for a huge game. Like Tim's team is just like going to be too good. All of a sudden it's actually ridiculous. So something about Tim's team, I wanted to point out as we kind of transition into like who's in trouble type of thing. Um, and like who might go home this week, this doesn't affect Tim's team this week, but, Click on the little button and look at his team next week. I just want you to look at that. Mm, the week nine? Yeah. Okay. So, for week nine, he's missing McCaffrey, Pollard, Cortland Sutton, and Ayuk on bye. So, yeah, he would be starting Josh Reynolds <laughs> and Rashad Bateman on bye. So, like you said, probably going to be a busy week for him on this wire. It's going to be interesting to see what he does. But he's probably going to smoke us all on our tribe this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and you, it's probably going to be between me and you. Oh, my God. If, yeah. Honestly, if I had my idol, I probably would have played it this week. <laughs> I'd be screwed. Yeah, I, I don't know. A solid chance. I'm, I'm still never ruling out Team Pal to go home. That's um, the thing. If he doesn't use his fab this week, he's toast. I don't know. Yeah. Just, like If he comes out and just spends that $330, we're in trouble. But I don't know if he's going to do it. Yeah, no, I have no clue. Um, My guess would be not. Because he doesn't really seem to be paying attention a lot. Um, I hope he's listening so I would, to us. Totally We've said he's not paying attention like four different times. He's like, hey. <laughs> hey, I actually am paying attention. I'm listening right now. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, I'm getting texts from the, him about wanting to go on a camping trip. And I'm like, I don't camp. What do you, what do you think I am? <laughs> um, the other person who I think is in a lot of trouble is Hunter this week. Um, who has... Uh, Patrick Mahomes on by who was his only other quarterback um and he's on so, the high the high scoring tribe too yeah and so it'll, it'll be right now in place of a, a quarterback he's starting Mac Hollins which <laughs> I would assume that will change <laughs> but um well, I wish he was on our tribe <laughs> yeah I know me too <laughs> uh, god damn it yeah this is a uh, this is tough but um 
Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I think there's a really solid chance one of the hosts is going home to, this week, which is actually kind of funny. Yeah. But um, real, we'll real valuable uh, vote, Liam. Vote vote for the guy who's going to go home anyway. Really, really smart. <laughs> oh well, it seems like this bridge will not be will not be repaired anytime soon. Also, the fact that like we have a a uh, soapbox to be angry about these kind of things is a lot different. Like I'm sure like. Somebody else would be kind of pissed, but they can't say anything. So. Yeah, I am. I get to. I get to be pissed and have fun about it. So here we are. Yeah, awesome. All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I think we covered pretty much everything. I. I mean, we could talk about yeah McCaffrey now in San Francisco. I think that spells good news for Tim's team if he can get by week nine. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, but, um, I got really nothing else to say. Just looking forward to another crazy week. Hopefully, me and you can survive it and keep this pot in good spirits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So next time you talk to us, a lot of changes are going to be happening. One of us is probably going home, <laughs> and um, we're going to have two new. We're going to have a new individual in the game. So excited! Yeah, our plan as of right now, we'll see how it goes next week, is to catch up with the two people eliminated. And then bring on whoever gets back in the game for a quick chat as well. It'll be a little bit of a longer one. Nice, nice. It's gonna be gonna be a real hoop fiends episode. Like. Oh yeah, <laughs> lots of guests, lots of time. But uh, for now, obviously, stay tuned to us on at Hoop Fiends Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that nonsense. Uh, the Hoop Fiends are back. We just dropped our opening week reactions pod, so make sure you listen to that. Uh, the quarterback rankings are going. This is going. We're having a whole big boatload of fun on the Hoop Fiends Network. So check us out. And until then, we'll see you guys next time.